Hi, I'm Mark Hughes, and in this episode, we'll be hearing from two leading providers to explore progression strategies and approaches that they have used to support students to successfully progress from T-level transition programs to T-level pathways, and also from T-levels to higher education, apprenticeships, and employment. Our guests for this episode are Ros Hicks, Head of Media, Business, and Digital Industries at City College Norwich, and Mark Taylor, Head of School for Construction, Engineering, Science, Automotive, and Advanced Manufacturing at Preston College. Thank you both for joining us today. For the listeners, Roz, can you give a summary of your T-level and T-level transition program journey and what do you currently offer? I'm Ros Hicks. I'm Head of Media, Business and Digital Industries at City College Norwich. Um, here we have been involved with T-levels and the T-level transition program since their launch in September 2020. As early adopters, we delivered the design, surveying and planning for construction T-level, digital production design and development T-level, and education and childcare T-levels. And since then, this has grown to include a second digital route, health and science T-level, engineering and manufacturing T-levels, business management and administration T-levels, with more coming online this September. The focus in my job role is to oversee the digital and business T-levels specifically, with associated T-level transition programmes in those areas as well. Mark, when did you start your T-level and T-level transition programme journey and what do you currently offer? We started in wave two, 2021, and we started with design, surveying and planning, health and science with T-level transition programmes. In 2022-23, we commenced building services, engineering, electrical pathway, and also advanced manufacturing in engineering. Thank you, Mark. Now, for many new providers, this episode will be important to help appreciate that in their overarching plans, consideration with regards to what they should also include to ensure that students successfully progress from T-level transition programs to T-levels and beyond. So, Roz, Let's start with T-level transition programmes. How do you support students to successfully progress to T-levels? Well, what we've done here at City College Norwich, and I'm speaking really for the digital and the business curriculum in the main, is that we have taken a holistic approach to how we design that. So we've thought about it and looked at designing to develop the right skills and knowledge to prepare the learners for T-level. We really see the T-level transition program as a preparation year for young people to be able to access that curriculum a year later. You could view it potentially as a three-year program, really. So a three-year T-level for those learners that need the extra support to get onto the T-level qualifications. And to address the covering of the national technical outcomes, we have embedded qualifications within the business and the digital T-level transition program. The digital one happens to be the gateway level two diploma in digital and IT skills. And in business, we're running an NCFE level one, two technical award in business and enterprise. The reasons we've chosen those qualifications, there's two main reasons really, and that is because of the topics and units that are covered start to build the skills and knowledge a learner needs to progress onto the T-level. So they cover the same topics and the same content as the T-levels. The second reason why we chose those particular qualifications is because the assessment methodology mirrors that which a young person would experience on the T-level. So a combination of written exam, but also controlled assessed coursework. And in business, you've got presentations. So we've been very much looking at delivering that qualification, doing presentations as well, because part of year one 
on the T-level is to do a presentation. So we thought that was really important. In terms of progression, students have weekly tutorials, which are an hour long, and they can explore progression opportunities after their T-level progression program. I mean, we cover a range of topics in the tutorial, and they cover the other four key elements that are within a T-level transition program framework. So they concentrate on the personal development, skills for successful study, knowledge and skills for the workplace, plus some digital skills. I mean, what we really call that here is developing professional skills for work. So therefore, that phrase really encompasses the sort of the other half of a T-level transition program. And we do that from the start of the year all the way through. We also, to help our young people progress onto the T-level, was we run pathway-specific workshops. And this is specifically in the digital curriculum because at City College Norwich, we offer the digital production design and development T-level, but also the digital support services currently running infrastructure. But again, we might expand to the other pathways underneath that T-level as well. So to ensure that the uh, students move on to the right T-level for them, we do workshops and sort of masterclasses in those areas, programming, coding, infrastructure, networking, uh, cybersecurity, etc., to try and give the students the best advice and guidance moving forward so they choose the right T-level program for them the year later. And that's ongoing through this um, T-level transitions year. And we also use our T-level students to buddy up or mentor, if you like. And they come to these workshops and co-present, co-deliver or sit with a small group of students and support these workshops. Again, answering questions about the qualification, the T-level to ensure that that young person is making the right choice for them so they progress onto the right T-level. And currently from our digital curriculum, 80% of our T-level transition students make the progression onto the T-level. Do you have any processes to ensure that the right cohort have the ability to progress successfully to a T-level programme? We would definitely start the year off with some diagnostics, testing their current knowledge, skills and abilities, but also looking at what gaps they have in their learning and what we would need to therefore focus on to bespoke that curriculum towards that young learner being able to make that progression. And that might be different for each learner. So therefore, we've built in learning supervisor workshops to allow the young people to focus on particular skills which they need to do. We also spend quite a bit of time looking at English and maths and developing their GCSE English and maths to make sure they've got the grades to progress onto the T-level, but also as part of the curriculum as well. So, for example, in digital, we would spend a lot of time on algorithms, computational thinking, algebra, and focusing on that because that's a good underpinning skill for the T-level in digital. Whereas in business, we might spend more time with literacy in English because it is those written English skills, writing a professional email, report, presenting, but also doing PowerPoints for their presentation, which are professional and to industry standard. So it's wider than just the qualification. It is more broad. It's holistic. It's about developing those professional behaviours and professional skills to ensure that the young person is well-rounded academically and with those transferable skills to make that progression up to the T-level in the following year. Thank you, Roz. Now, Mark, What is your approach at Preston College with regards to supporting students to successfully progress to T-levels? Similar to Ross, we have a a diagnostic at the start of the academic year where we look at learners' attainment, prior attainment in maths and English. 
and ensure we can select the right program or study to suit that and ensure they're eligible for the T-level transition program. Our T-level transition programs are built around the core knowledge, skills and behaviour, ensuring learners can develop positive attitudes aligned to the workplace and what industry wants, but also relevant industry technical knowledge. So in science, learners develop critical thinking skills and industry practice doing practical assessments in the lab, ensuring they're ready for the workplace and ready for that transition industry placement at level three in the T-level. And then we also embed study skills across all our T-level transition programmes. We recognise that the T-level programmes have a high calibre of academic rigour and we need to ensure our learners can produce a good level of academic work reference correctly and get ready for the robust external assessments to the first at level three. Throughout our T-level transition programmes, we embed industry-related maths and English. Specifically in engineering, we have a maths industry maths programme, which is designed to enhance learners' knowledge aligned to industry maths. So it focuses on maths they use in the workplace when they go out on work placement or when they progress into a career in engineering they are taught in subjects to ensure they're employable and productive in the workplace. Other aspects of the T-level transition programme include a regulated qualification, and this is designed to allow space for pastoral care, industry placement, and also the enhanced maths or English delivery. We ensure learners only focus on one GCSE at T-level transition programme delivery, and this allows learners to have a positive destination at the end and progress which in most cases, the majority of learners do progress to a T-level programme at level three. Do you have any processes to ensure that the right cohort have the ability to progress successfully to a T-level pathway? Yeah, we do diagnostics each term and progression ready talks each term with academic staff and student managers and pastoral staff. And this is reviewed and fed into a benchmarking system So coming up to the last term, again, we'll finalise that and ensure learners have a clear pathway. We've designed our occupational pathways right from level one to level three. So learners can progress from level one to a T-level transition programme and then to a T-level. And they have a clear career choice of going into a much needed occupation. So it's really clear that you both include many opportunities and activities that support students to successfully progress to T-levels. So let's move on to T-level and T-level pathways now. Now, we know that these students over two years will need specific information, advice and guidance to support them to progress their intended career destinations. We also know that, like with other courses, sometimes there can be challenges on the way for students and providers to support this positive progression to intended destination. So it'd be good if we can explore any challenges, but more importantly, how you overcome these on the way. So firstly, Mark, how do you support T-level students to progress to positive destinations? In multiple ways, Mark. In the beginning, we start with ensuring we have a, a strong initial assessment on learners, not just in core maths, English and digital literacy skills, but also in confidence, resilience and the ability to communicate effectively. Some initial challenges we had with industry placement stemmed from learners not being confident in the workplace or not being confident to use software that's ingrained in industry. And that's one thing we've implemented now across our programmes. So learners are skilled in digital literacy around using Microsoft programmes that are linked to each sector, just to give an example. 
but also confidence building, mock interviews, and also resilience building across. Throughout the the pandemic, we saw learners lose a lot of confidence. A lot of our programme is designed now to build resilience, reinforce positive behaviour, and also ensure learners are ready to communicate effectively in the workplace. What destinations are your T-level students progressing to? Multiple areas, Mark, really. We have a, a strong, with the, over 70% going on to higher education across in the main programmes across college, but we do have a number going to higher-level apprenticeships, degree-level apprenticeships, and also employment. And this is different. Each learner has their own individual journey. So throughout the two-year T-level programme, we work with a learner and we use a reflective skills diary that goes with them everywhere to ensure that they're clear about the career uh, and occupation that they want to fulfil at the end of the course or whether it's further study in higher education or that degree apprenticeship it's clear and reviewed each term so learners have a clear understanding of their destination and a positive outcome. Do you have any students that have progressed from their industry placement to then work with the employer that they were with? Yes Mark we have several students across uh, across college that have been conducted a successful industry placement and had the promise of when they finish this summer, uh, as we were away of two provider, our first course of T-level delivery finishes this summer. They've got guarantees, some in full-time employment with training or some on designated higher-level apprenticeships uh, and some degree apprenticeships as well. So mixed, some going at level four high-level uh, technical apprenticeships across construction in the professional areas in surveying and architecture and a couple of learners who've got degree apprenticeships in architecture as well and then also some learners in health who successfully obtained degree apprenticeships as well so it's positive but I think it's about ensuring employers are aware of the industry placement so they can maximize the experience as well as learner and I think a good way is holding talks with the employers we've done that we brought the employers in and held talks around what to expect and what the T-level is so they can familiarise and understand the outcomes and what it means to complete that programme. And then they can design their experience with us to ensure the learners are productive and they'll be a valuable employee in the future. Now, has there been any challenges with regards to supporting positive T-level student progression? And if you have, how did you overcome these? Initially, in back in 2021-22, there was dialogue with partner universities around ensuring they understood, they fully understood the mechanics, the academic rigour and what content the T-level has. Uh, universities are quite all fair with the old BTEC qualifications. So we played our part working with other providers and the Association of Colleges to ensure that higher education institutions are informed of the content of the T-level and, and what sort of parity they hold across in terms of the BTEC. And that enabled some barriers to be broken down. And I'm positive that will change more and more as we progress and T-levels are more widely available throughout the country. Thank you, Mark. Now, Ros, at City College Norwich, how do you support T-level students to progress to positive destinations? I mean, it's the same kind of model that we use on the T-level transition programme in the we're a very strong belief in a, in a strong tutorial program and our T-level students have a weekly hour-long tutorial with a tutorial supervisor and they offer full pastoral support, part of which actually a significant part would be uh, careers education and guidance and supporting young people 
into positive destinations. So future destination support begins in year one of the T-level and we start with employer talks, either employers come into college or we take the students to a local employer to have a look around tour familiarization and they learn what that employer is like but also we have university talks visits to local careers fairs or university also in Norfolk we have a big skills fair which our students will attend to gain as much information as possible we do fully support the UCAS application process as a college and encourage as many of our T-level learners to apply to university as they wish to, but also equally offer the full range of opportunity to investigate and explore employment and apprenticeship opportunities as well once they leave. And we support the application process delivering full workshops of CV writing, applying, interview techniques, preparation for work. So it is an ongoing part and it's completely embedded. So they have curriculum and this pastoral alongside each other. But also as a college, we have IAG provision with careers advisors that also support us with our work in college. Earlier on, Roz, you talked about students on a three-year programme. So these are the students that are progressing from T-level transition programme to T-level. Do you find there's any difference with the external students coming in and their skills and abilities with regards to those students that have already progressed through the system? Absolutely, we do. For our learners that have done the T-level transition programme at City College, they are far more advanced with their professional skills for work than those that have joined us straight from secondary schools who haven't had that experience yet. They might not have yet spoken to employers in the depth that we would expect them to, etc. So there is some work to be doing with the direct learners straight from high school to get them to the same level as our T-level transition programme learners. And the actual learners themselves that have been with us for that one year are very useful in that process because they can support those new ones coming in as well. So therefore, we've got that kind of dual support. The new learners do quickly upskill, but it's a six-week program really to get them to the same stage by October half-term of the T-level first year. When we're looking at destinations for your T-level students, are they progressing to similar places as with Mark and Preston College? Previously, we had more going to university under the BTEC than we do with the T-level. 20% of our students progress to university with the majority of those having to enter a foundation year first. But we're now working hard to ensure that that number increases. And we're now looking at more sort of 50-60% going into university. Those that don't go to university will end up on apprenticeships, higher apprenticeships, or training locally with employers. We have some big employers that, that have taken our students Aviva, KLM at Norwich Airport, for example, that's two who've taken our learners onto a level four apprenticeship, which is really positive as well. Have you got any student examples where they've done their industry placement and then gone into employment with the same employer? Yes, we have several, which is really good because what that shows is that the T-level is the right qualification for those industries taking those young people. It gives them not only the knowledge, skills, but also those professional behaviours to work, those professional skills, which we spend a lot of time doing in addition to the academic side to ensure that they are work ready and industry ready. And so, yes, they do then therefore move on to apprenticeships within those organisations. That's great to see that progression route for those students that spend so much time on their industry placement to then get that next step with that employer that they've worked so closely with. So that's great to see that. Finally, Roz, have there been any challenges for you with regards to supporting positive T-level student progression? And if there has been, what have you done to overcome that? 
So last summer, the first year of T-level students to achieve their qualification, less than 40 HEIs accepted the digital T-level, which was disappointing for us and our learners. But we've reflected and we're now starting to work on that. And three main things that we've done to help that is we have spoken to our local universities about the T-level and made connections so they can learn more from us and we can learn from them about what they're looking for as well to tailor make our course to suit that progression route. We've also held T-level information events at the college for HEIs, employers and careers advisors to come and and have a look at our facilities, the T-levels we offer, what the course entails, not just the knowledge, but also these professional skills and personal development we're doing to ensure that these are ready for university as well as employment. But also I've been out to present to local careers advisor organisations and local industry network groups as well, so that we're tapping into the school market. So therefore, the careers advisors can work with our potential applicants of the future to help them understand what T-levels are and to understand the progression routes through them as well. So it's kind of a three-pronged attack, if you like, to try and resolve those challenges. That's very similar to Market Preston College. You know, you're working hard to raise awareness of T-levels with those universities and showcasing their skills, their abilities, their qualifications to make sure that they can progress to those destinations. That's great to hear. Now, before we end this podcast, it'd be great if you both could summarise any key advice and guidance that you would give to new providers to support them plan for student progression between T-level transition programme and T-levels and also onto future career destinations. So, Roz, what would be your key advice? So, I think there's three things that you should consider when you're planning your T-level transitions programme with your curriculum teams. At City College Norwich, we certainly don't view the T-level transition programme and the T-level as a separate courses. It very much is considered holistically as a three-year T-level student journey. The reason we do this is to support positive progression between those qualifications, but also to future external destinations, recognising their starting points are different. Not everyone is ready at 16 to start a T-level. They need that extra year to build the skills and confidence and resilience to be able to start that T-level journey, to identify any gaps and learning they might need to support them onto the T-level. So they leave us ready to enter their next steps fully prepared and ready. The second thing I would think about is to support that progression, to develop those relationships between learners and staff, is to have at least one member of staff delivering on the T-levels and the T-level transition programme, just for that continuity, support, getting to know the learners, building that rapport, so that it's about ensuring that students feel comfortable and confident in their next steps onto the T-level from the the T-level transition programme. It also gives the courses gravitas and it gives that ability for young people to see that just because I'm on a T-level transition program, it's still really positive. I just need the extra time to get T-level ready. That's all it is. And it's a three-year journey, not a two-year journey. And there is no difference because you all get to the end result in the same way. And the third thing really is about the qualification. If you're thinking about putting a qualification in the T-level transition program, have a really good think about 
what it is you would like your young people to learn and develop to ensure their future potential success on their chosen T-level. So think about course content, what units you'll be delivering or topics you'll be delivering, how you will be assessed, and how does that mirror or build skills ready for the T-level so you're already starting to get your learners ready for the assessment methodology on a T-level. So again, it's about ensuring that three-year journey is about preparation and building knowledge, skills and behaviours which you need for those young people to be successful. Thank you, Roz. And Mark, from your perspective, what would be your key advice? It's about ensuring there's a clear curriculum pathway right from level one, right to a T-level programme that has positive destinations leading to degree apprenticeships, high-level apprenticeships and employment. So it's working back right from level one through to a T-level transition programme, ensuring there's a career curriculum pathway that, that maps to one of the key occupational areas in your local area. Every local area has different needs up and down the country. So it's ensuring that the skills and, and knowledge delivered in those programmes are going to ensure learners are employable and right to ensure they can gain employment in the programme. So it's, it's ensuring there's a clear curriculum pathway mapped out for a learner that they understand, parents understand, and employers either work, going to work, we understand their journey. The second point, I'll echo what Ros said around qualification, it's ensuring you pick the right qualification to prepare learners in terms of the academic rigour of a T-level, in terms of you know the summative assessment, report writing, in terms of looking how to be a reflective student and also independent research, preparing them for the higher level study in a degree apprenticeship or higher education. So it's about building that package that is a robust qualification, but it has time for the key components for the T-level transition programme, like a miniature industry placement to get them ready for the T-level programme, like the pastoral care for the programme, the digital literacy, the industry maths and the industry skills and technical skills and knowledge that will be delivered at the T-level transition programme at at level two. And then thirdly, a key one is communication with cross-college stakeholders around if you've got an industry placement team, a a bit, you know, employer engagement team, bring them on board ensuring that the right employers are talking to the people who are arranging the work industry placements for a T-level transition programme and for T-level. So it's a joined-up approach where your organisation is engaging industry to ensure that they can benefit from your offer in T-level, in apprenticeships and in education in general. But it's also a communication with parents and the wider college staff as well around the programmes and even the staff around. We do sessions with administration staff and cross-college support staff to you ensure that they have the knowledge and currency of what a T-level and a T-level transition programme is so the right consistent message is getting across to learners so they can feel safe and secure that they're on a, a positive progression route. You know, you're right, really, with that last point. You know, we still need to make sure that communication of, of T-level transition programs and T-levels is out there so that universities, employers, local area community groups all know what these qualifications are about. Make sure that we fill those jobs of the future and support local growth priorities. So thank you, Mark. 
Ros and Mark, can I thank you both for your valuable input to this podcast episode? From what you have both said, it is clearly an important consideration to make sure that there are planned opportunities throughout both T-level transition programmes and T-level pathways that will support students to successfully progress. And I'm sure that your experiences and advice will certainly be really beneficial for new providers and support their future plans. So can I thank you both? Thanks. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. In this episode, we have had the opportunity to explore with Ros and Mark strategies that they have used to support positive student progression. Whether that be student progression from T-level transition programmes to T-level pathways, or student progression from T-level pathways to intended positive destinations, there have been some key messages shared from their experiences. Progression pathways or occupational maps to higher levels or to other positive destinations can have a great impact and can also help students to understand what progression routes are available to and beyond T-levels. Activities and events in which current T-level students or ex-students that have progressed to higher education apprenticeships or employment can also help you to highlight progression pathways available to students. Simply organising your timetable so that T-level teachers can teach on T-level transition programmes can help build rapport and student confidence, which will ultimately improve transition to T-levels. And finally, with regards to T-level students progressing to higher education, don't be afraid to take the initiative and organise events and activities with local or regional universities. Not only will you be able to showcase T-levels, but you will also be able to highlight the incredible skills, knowledge and experience that these students will acquire on their course that will help them to successfully progress to higher education qualifications. For further information and resources available to support you on your journey, please see relevant links in the episode notes.